Merkel Media. You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? You see what I'm lacking to place me? Since I rap in the basement But my come up is legend, is greatness I don't care now, it's pedal to the metal I can never quit now, I will never settle Puppet to the game, I'm pulling strings like Geppetto We in the same game, but I'm on a different level I passed it, gotta keep grinding till I'm laid up in the casket No fake round me, you feeling too plastic Yeah, y'all feeling too plastic They say my style crazy, but then it's straight jacket Whoa. Why you still testing my patience? Trying to turn me into something I ain't trying to be All the haters in heavy rotation You gon' lose yourself, quit testing me Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Cause I'm looking like Wesley, test me Don't make me lose my mind Don't make me lose my mind Something interesting came out yesterday where Doc Rivers basically said that he played Montrez Harrell the beginning of the regular season because James Harden wanted him to. And there's a couple things about this that, that that's interesting. Here it's Noah Levick on uh Twitter. After after game one versus the Nets, James Harden noted he's on the same page with Doc Rivers about who plays next to him when Joel Embiid sits. And obviously that's Paul Reed. Again, I think Paul Reed is a perfect uh running rim running center for James Harden in his bench lineups. And I think it's been working great and I think it needs to continue. And I was asking myself the whole season, why the hell was uh why the hell was Paul Reed on the bench to start the season? Why the hell was Montrez Harrell playing all the backup center minutes to start the season? And according to Doc Rivers, James Harden is the reason. And I don't know who I believe. Who do you guys believe? Do, do you believe this? Or is Doc Rivers you know, uh, deflecting and placing blame elsewhere as he does a lot. Uh, let's just read the article, I guess. We'll we'll try to pick out the important parts of it. Uh, in the Sixers round on game victory, okay. Uh, James Harden said, Doc and myself are on the same page in the sense of in that second unit, who's out there, who's going to be playing on the court and what we're trying to accomplish. We can't make it too difficult. And I think that group with Melt, J-Mac, George, and Paul Reed, we get it. Obviously, everything isn't going to be great, but defensively, we have to get stops and then offensively as much space as we can. And then I'll do all the work and guys just be ready to shoot and make plays and finish. So James really gets to play that little uh, Houston Rockets, James Harden role with that bench lineup. And that's what they did this the second half of the season. That's what they did in the month of March. And I loved it. And I hope they continue doing it. Uh, James Harden said tonight was a great example of that. That unit is going to be extremely key starting the second quarter, starting the fourth quarters. That's a big part of the game. And if we can manage it and and be even or even take the lead, that's a bonus for us. Tonight was a great start for us, and we got to be even better in game two. Doc Rivers says, Rivers, uh, Sixers head coach, gave a detailed answer. How often does Rivers discuss these sort of topics with James Harden? Doc Rivers says a lot when we go with the non-Joel group. And let's be honest, guys, that hasn't been a great group all year. And we've been switching guys. Early in the year, James wanted no one else on the floor but Montrez Harrell because he felt he was the better offensive player. We've tried to convince him 
that we need defense too with that group. You see what I'm saying? It's just weird that Doc says things like this because James' answer to the question wasn't like saying anything about Doc Rivers and he wasn't saying anything about like a conversation. I, I just, it's just really odd the way that he kind of slyly throws players under the bus uh, when talking about coaching decisions or, or really anything. Uh, and maybe that's a way that Ben Simmons was right, where at the end of the re- year, Doc Rivers could have said something else versus uh, I don't know if we can win with Ben Simmons at point guard, although it was absolutely true. It is just kind of odd how he's not hes not very reluctant to just throw people under the bus. I don't know. Maybe I'm making too much of this. So I don't really have anything to talk about today before this game starts. But earlier in the year, James wanted no one else on the floor but Montrez Harrell because he felt he was the better offensive player. We've tried to convince him that we need defense too with that group. If James said that, I don't even really... <laughs> I don't even really think Montrez Harrell is the better offensive player. I think Paul Reed's a better offensive player. He's a better offensive rebounder. He's obviously a better defensive player, better defensive rebounder. Uh, I think Paul in particular has kind of grown in James' confidence. That's important. For- nah, I'm over it. Nah, 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 nah. I don't believe this. I don't believe this at all. I'm, I'm over No, 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 no. No, 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 no. There's no way that we just watched Doc Rivers refuse to believe in Paul Reed for two years. Stand up there, sit up there in press conferences and argue with the media game after 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 game. And now he's going to sit up here and say, I'm the one that always believed in Paul Reed. I'm the guy. I believed in him. James Harden's the one that didn't believe in him. Come on, man. <laughs> Bro, I didn't think I didn't think this was going to be this crazy. <laughs> I think Paul in particular has grown in James' confidence. That's important for James to be able to trust that he can pass it to him and he'll finish. And that Paul will make the right play. And that's what James had a major concern with. Wow. So you're telling me Doc didn't have a major concern with Paul Reed? Doc Rivers is, I just can't, bro, it's crazy. And this is why he was up here defending Ben Simmons day one. Because they're the same person. They are the same person. It wasn't me. Somebody else's fault. It wasn't me. It was somebody else's fault. It wasn't me. It was somebody else's fault. You guys remember Doc Rivers explaining all of his 3-1 leads. Anyway, what the f- nothing's working. But the point is, Doc Rivers sat up there when someone asked him about his 3-1 leads, and he said, I wish you guys would tell the real truth, you know? Look at that Orlando team. Look, just, 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 just go back and look at that roster. And we were against the number one. We were against the champion uh, Detroit Pistons. Okay, you were still up three to one, Doc. You were up three to one. You were up three to one. And he went off on, just look at that roster. We had, so we had no business winning that series. You were up three to one. I don't care what your excuse is. You know what I mean? Then he talked about the Clippers team. And he said the first year we were up, uh, we were up three to two. Um, Chris Paul didn't play the first two games and he was on one leg. That was his excuse. Bro, you were, you were still up three to one. 
What does it matter who was playing the first two games? You won them. You were up three to one. So he had an excuse there. And then he says the last one, you know, we blew that one. We definitely blew that one. Uh, But that was in the bubble and anything can happen in the bubble. He actually said this. This is the ultimate excuse maker in the history of all excuse makers. That's why he he defended Ben Simmons so hard. They're the same person. They're probably they probably still hang out. It's just crazy to me that he just literally said, "I'm the one that believed in Paul Reed. James is the one that didn't believe in Paul Reed." But either way, we're here now, and I like this because I don't feel like Doc can go back on it. I don't. I, Doc definitely loves Doc. Tim Starr, exactly. I like this because I don't feel like he can go back on it. So, however we got here, I don't care how we got here. I don't care who believed in Paul, who didn't believe in Paul. I don't care who wanted Montrez on the floor, who didn't want him on the floor. I know the truth, but we're here now. So, we're saying James wants Paul Reed on the floor. We're saying Doc wants Paul Reed on the floor. Both of them are saying that. That changes my entire perspective on how far the Sixers can go in the playoffs. That changes my entire perspective because I was watching lineups of Montrez Harrell and George Niang in the beginning of the season, and I could I could score on those dudes. Probably not. But Seth Curry was doing layups over these guys. And then he would play Paul, and Paul would play great, and then he would bench him again. So when I was ta- when I was thinking about how far can this team go, I was looking at Doc Rivers' decisions, how bad they were at defending the rim, especially in the non and bead lineups, and I was saying Doc Rivers is going to play. He's going to do something crazy. He's going to go. Paul Reed's going to make one mistake, and he's going to go with Dwayne Dedman, or he's going to go PJ Tucker at backup center. Which I let's not say that it's out of the question. I still wouldn't you know trust doc rivers with you know, to watch my kid for five minutes but he can't go back on it now so that makes me feel a little bit better if he does go back on it then he's insane but it is doc rivers but i'm happy everybody's kind of saying paul reed is the backup center we've all known this for such a long time we get smoked on the boards. We get smoked in transition. We we need that athletic lineup, and I'm happy that they started doing it at the end of this at the end of the season. And I'm happy that everybody's kind of agreeing this is the lineup we should have on the floor when Joel's not out there. If we're being set up, we might be being set up. We might be being set up. But but I think I think uh, this makes me feel a little bit better. If he doesn't do anything crazy in the Boston Celtics series and Paul Reed plays as good as he can play, now you don't, yeah, it's unpredictable. You don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what you're going to get from Niang. Maybe he goes goose eggs. PJ Tucker, I hope he keeps playing playoff, you know, playoff PJ ball. Uh, Wow. This makes me maybe believe, even though I don't trust him. This makes me maybe believe in the Sixers over the Boston Celtics in round two. And I'm telling you right now, if Doc Rivers does the right thing and the Sixers beat the Boston Celtics in the second round, I will never slander Doc Rivers again for the rest of my life. You heard it here first. 
<laughs> Shout out to everybody in here, man. What Do you guys trust Doc on this? How do you feel? Is Doc telling the truth right here? Or is he just blaming James Harden because he's accepted the fact uh, Paul Reed's the guy, but I just I can't tell everyone that it wasn't that that, that it was me that didn't believe it. Harden doesn't decide who plays. Why is he throwing Harden under the bus? Well, because he's insane. That's the the only answer to that is because he's insane. He's Doc Rivers. He, there's never a dull moment. You never know what he's going to say. You never know who he's going to blame. <laughs> it's just insane. Doc loves Doc. Uh, I always believed in B-Ball Paul. We all did, man. Shout out to... Um, Jay, what's going on? Not, Doc, not as bad because I watched Leonard and Paul George stank it up, hitting the side of the backboard off an open shot. The stars came up short. It's true, but, you know, uh, once in a while, one 3-1 blown lead is one thing, but if you always have really good players on your team and you always come up short, eventually... It's the coach, right? Eventually, everyone's like, all right, you always have good players. You always come up short. Eventually, we're all going to point the finger at you. Uh, Paul Reed hints toward Doc tells you who believes in who. Um, Funny that Paul Reed said Cap yesterday, too, when when asked about, you know, Doc doesn't care about his fouls. He was like, Cap. Uh, Ronald says, heck no, I don't believe Doc Rivers. Um... Harden didn't pass to Reed early on when he rolled. How many Harden, how many Harden Paul Reed lineups really even were there in in the beginning of the season? I'm thinking, I'm thinking it was more like Shake Milton all bench lineup type of things. I don't feel like I saw a lot of Paul Reed and James Harden on the floor together at all in the beginning of the season. Doc is the coach, not Harden. <laughs> it's true, um, but you know, at the same time. It, when you have an 11, 12-year uh, NBA veteran who has done some of the things that James Harden has done in his career, you're going to take his opinion into account, right? Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if we're being set up or not. Who knows? Um, just just interesting. Interesting, 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 man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's never a dull moment with this guy, man. Yesterday I tweeted, I was like, please stop interviewing this guy. But honestly, please keep interviewing this guy. Because I, I I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I want to do a live show. What am I going to talk about? I go over to Twitter and it's right there all the time. He just keeps giving me stuff. He just keeps giving me content, man. Test me, test me, test me.